Hi, I'm Lois Vawaling, and I want to welcome you to this fascinating journey into the realm of angels. Curious about angels, how they are deployed, what they are sent to do, and how their assignments shape your life? Would you like to receive a new awareness around the supernatural activity that's all around you? And how to work with God's angels to see His purposes fulfilled in your life? Angelic movement isn't random. It's strategic, timely, and purposeful, orchestrated to fulfill God's will. In my new e-course called Supernatural Appointments, you will learn how angels empower and provide for you. Supernaturally work in answering your prayers. Fight strategically to provide protection and deliverance. Rescue you from demonic stronghold and transform your life in miraculous ways. There has been so much attention given to the dark side, but I want to illuminate the heavenly realm. Unveiling the ways in which God's angelic host moves, how it protects, providing for you, redirecting, warning, fighting, guiding, healing, and yes, even watching over us. Each lesson in this 10-week course will demonstrate biblically how God sent forth His angels to help us. I'll share my experiences, and I will tell you I've had many experiences with the angelic host, and even those of others, to reveal the depth of His care and the way angels serve as divine messengers. Into the lives of men and women in the Bible through angelic involvement, He continues to use angels today helping us to navigate through challenging situations to conquer evil that seeks to destroy us and our families. It's a subject I believe that needs our attention. This course is a companion to my new book, Angels on the Move. An Angels on the Move book will be on Amazon, both in the Kindle version and paperback. But you can also purchase them on my website, loisforwelling.com. I look forward studying the realm of angels with you. Hi everyone, I'm Lois Fulwelling and this is A New Level Awakes You. I know that I have not been on for a while since I've actually sat down and done some videos and some podcasts. And I just felt led to share with you some of the many things that I've gone through over these last couple of few years, actually. And it's not to tell you the reasons of why, per se, that I have not done the podcast, but to share with you some of the things that God has uh, um, revealed to me, how, what he's taught me through this period of time. I believe that many of us are have been in the same situation that I have been. There has been major loss in most of our lives. There has been chaos, betrayal, trauma, to a degree we've never ever really seen before. I understand that there has been a lot of ought within the church and people are getting frustrated with leadership and with churches and the dynamics that are in there. And I also understand that there are family dynamics that are taking place that just blows our mind. We don't understand what is going on in the heavenly realm, in that demonic realm that is basically attacking most of us or all of us. 
regardless of whether we're fervently serving the Lord or not. And so this morning, as I was doing my devotionals, actually the Lord really spoke to me about the need for me to get back on and do some of these podcasts and to give us each one of us hope because it gave me hope. It gave me major hope for this morning. I've had no desire to get on. And yet God in his goodness, he reminds us of some promises that he has made. And I want to just kind of share with you, um, as I believe many of you have gone through as well, that there's been major, major loss. And many times, some of us have lost our spouses, some of us have lost a child, some of us have lost parents, um, siblings, the losses go on. But not only just death to families, I mean, members of our family, but also loss in businesses, there's been loss in many relationships, there's just been loss, it's just huge on what has been taking place in the world. And as I sat this morning, I felt like the Lord was giving me some direction, some strategy, some understanding of the chaos and the betrayal that has been taking place in the world today. And I also believe that he has been showing me how I can rise above this chaos, rise above the storm, to go through things and come out on the other side, still anointed, still free, feeling that freedom, still uh, having the power and the authority. Because what I believe the enemy's plan is, is to just beat us down, beat us down, beat us down. If he can't get us through death, then this is the second attempt that he will go after us through through family relationships, churches, relationships, leaders that are falling and treating people in, in bad, you know, through bad behavior. And so as we've been pursuing some of this is to find somebody that we can trust, somebody that we will be able to really talk to and share with and, and, and give them, those people give us some godly guidance. And so in this journey that I've been going through, this is what I need. And I believe that many of us need this as well. So I'm going to be doing a a series here on chaos, betrayal, and how we biblically can get through that chaos, how biblically we can stand up and remain strong. Now, I will share with you through the many, many things, and I've been through near-death experiences, I've lost siblings, I've lost a mother, I've lost a husband, I've lost, you know, a very, very good friend just recently. And so there's been relationships that that just feel like they've been snatched away from me, snatched away from my ministry. And so When we look at this, now I want to back up and say that these people that have been snatched away is because they don't feel effective anymore. They've been beaten down as well. So they don't feel like they have the, the anointing or the capability or the worthiness to step into what God has for them. And I will confess that I have felt the same way as well. 
And so this morning, I'll go back to that again, to my devotional. I was in Romans uh, chapter uh, four, and I wanted to just share, start out this way with you. And then what I'm going to do is I will be doing a, uh, a podcast each week on this chaos and how we can rise above it. Because I believe this is the message for today. He needs us. He needs us desperately. He needs each one of us to stand back up again and go forward. Because if we keep on looking back, if we keep on looking back at the hurt, if we keep on looking back at the rejection, if we keep looking back at the betrayal, we don't accomplish anything. And our lives are miserable indeed. Would you agree with that? And I don't, I can't live there. God constantly pulls me back up. He constantly takes my back, puts his hand on my back and say, okay, Lois, it's now time for you to get back up, to stand back up. You have things to do for me. And so I want to encourage you this morning that you have things to do for the Lord. And so in this scripture, it says here that God promised Abram and his descendants that they would have a heir who would reign over the world. This royal promise was not fulfilled because Abram kept all the law, but through the righteousness that was transferred by faith. For if keeping the law earns the inheritance, then faith is robbed of its power and the promise becomes useless. For the law provokes punishment, and where no law exists, there cannot be a violation of the law. Now, I just want to stop here for just a minute. We need faith. And we can't just live by this legalistic law. And many of us have for years. We think that if we do this, if we, you know, we have these legalistic ritual uh, things biblically, that we believe that if we do these things, then everything's going to be all right. And it's not. God's teaching us so much more than that. He's teaching us how to have faith. And it's not our faith. It's his faith that was transferred to us through Jesus Christ. It says here, the promise depends on faith so that it can be experienced as a grace gift And now it extends to all the descendants of Abram. This promise is not only meant for those who obey the law, but also to those who enter the faith of Abram, Abraham, the father of us all. That's what this scripture means when it says, I made you the father of many nations. And so as we look at this, I don't know about you, but I want a legacy I want my descendants to follow after Jesus Christ. I want them to to live out the fullest for the Lord. I want my faith to be imparted through Jesus Christ right down through because I've walked out my faith. Therefore, they will see this and they'll say, yes, Jesus Christ, this is real. This is true. He died on the cross for us, and I believe. See, here's here's what it goes on to say. Against all odds, when it looked hopeless, Abraham believed the promise, 
and expected God to fulfill it. He took God at his word, and as a result, he became the father of many nations. God's declaration over him came to pass. Your descendants will be so many that they will be impossible to count. You know, he overcame all odds. And that's what I want for us. I want us to be able to say we overcame. We're overcomers. We're victorious in him. And we can't do that if we isolate ourselves. We can't do that if we just lay on the couch depressed. We can't do that if we allow anxiety and fear to reign over our lives because of the chaos and the betrayal and what we assume we believe that people are thinking. We have to come against every odd that has been that has been coming at us and stand firm believing the promise and expecting God to fulfill it. You see, I'm believing the promise that the prodigals are coming in, that my children, my grandchildren, all future descendants are going to be following after the Lord, that there will be a nation coming out of my family because of their faith in Jesus Christ. It goes on to say here, now remember he was over 100, well, nearly 100 years old when the promise of his son was being made. His faith was so strong that it could not be undermined by the fact that he and Sarah were incapable of conceiving a child. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty amazing, isn't it? And it tells us here, he never stopped believing God. He never stopped believing in the promise. He never stopped, okay? For he was made strong in his faith to father a child. And because he was mighty in faith and convinced that God had all the power needed to fulfill his promises, Abraham glorified God. So I want to ask you, I know, I know what my, what I'm believing in for promises. I've shared just a few of them. What do you need to have faith in? What, what is it that you need great faith? What do you need to step back in and believe again for? What do you need to, to say that you're strong in your faith for, and you fill in the blank? For Abraham, it was faith to father a child. What is it that you need faith for? This is where I believe God is teaching us many, many things in this season where there is very so much havoc going on in the world. He is teaching us so many things in this process that we're, he's building our character, but in that character, he's building it up so that we can be convinced here, convinced that God had all the power needed to fulfill those promises. See, Abraham glorified God. We need to get up off the couch, stop vegging out on TV, Stop being despondent in our thinking and in our mind. 
And we need to start moving forward and glorifying God for the very promises that he has given us. And see, and it goes on here to say, so now you can see why Abraham's faith was credited to his account as righteousness before God. And this declaration was not just spoken over Abraham, but also over us. This is what Paul is telling us. This is for us too. For when we believe and embrace the one who brought our Lord Jesus Christ back to life, perfect righteousness will be credited to our account as well. Amazing, isn't it? This is amazing stuff. I mean, I've read these scriptures before, but it just came into my spirit so strong. See, Jesus was handed over to be crucified for the forgiveness of our sins and was raised back to life to prove that he had made us right with God. We are made right to God. We've got to get out of this place where we don't feel worthy enough to receive the promises of God because of what's happening around us. Maybe it's mistakes that we've made. Maybe it's temptations that we've kind of dived into that, and, and it could be anger and bitterness and other kinds of temptations. We've been made righteous. And as Abraham tells us here, we can stand up and have great, amazing faith in the midst of these storms that we're going through. This is what I want to do. This is what the Lord is saying to me. But I also believe he's saying it to many of you as well. Let's get back up again. Let's stand back up. And yes, if something else gets thrown at us, life sometimes does that to us. But if it does, we're going to rise above that storm. We're going to rise above whatever this chaos is, whatever the betrayal is. And I want to just show you some things that God's been showing me through various scriptures. And there are clues in here about how we can absolutely do this. This is a time. This is a season. This is, there is a way that we can do this. And I believe that God is calling you, whoever you are out there, whether you're a believer or not, I believe God is calling you to believe for more. Maybe it's the initial stages of believing in Jesus Christ, or maybe it's, it's the, the next stage of believing that God is truly for you and with you, or maybe it's even the next stage, which is go right after the greater things that he has for each one of us. You know, I keep on going back and I've said this over and over again. There is nothing impossible with God. When are we going to start truly grasping onto that and believe it? Now, I'm speaking to myself. When am I truly going to believe that there is nothing impossible with God? And even when it looks so bad... He can do this. He's God. He's going to come and he will take care of us. So God bless you. This is my introductory to to the next series that I'm going to do. And I believe you will be blessed by it.